All right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome CTN, Christian Television Network, onto the platform tonight. 56 56 minutes and 45 seconds worth of fury starting right now. All right, we're going right here. Let's start off quick because we only got a short amount of time. And, of course, want to get the different... Uh, going, I want to go deep into different exposés. I'm not going to probably be able to do as much of that tonight as I wanted to because we have breaking news, as always. Jack Poso tweet. Now, what we're going to do is look into Israel and why it happened. And we always need to remember something as Christians. We stand with Israel, a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. Deuteronomy 11, 12, we stand with Israel, not claiming that Israel is internally perfect, but they are certainly perfect in comparison to the terroristic organization of Hamas, which are nothing but terrorist, demonic people. All right, White House staffer, nobody wants, as Jack Poso tweet, Jack Posobiec, nobody wants, this is is from a contact, a source inside of the White House. Nobody wants to talk about Iran in, in the White House today. If you even other the name Iran, you might find yourself without a job. They know how bad this payout looks, how bad this payout looks now. That is a quote. The reason why we are dealing with an Hamas attack, it's twofold, and I'll get into the second part, which I got from George on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. Interesting perspective that I hadn't thought of until I saw his tweet, which I'll get to in a second. But number one is the funding of terror by the Biden administration. Six billion dollars. I don't care what White House staffers say, former White House staffers, what the Biden administration says, that they're trusting Iran, that it will only go to humanitarian efforts. How how would they ever confirm that? That's what they're saying about the $6 billion that they gave to the Iranian regime, the Khomeini's of of the world, of course, the Ayatollahs of the world. They're saying that, you know what, we only gave them the $6 billion for them to go to humanitarian efforts. How in the world would they ever, ever check and verify that it's only going to humanitarian efforts? So if the Iranians tell you, you know what, it's going to feeding homeless puppies, it's going to go to feeding homeless puppies, you just going to believe it or is somebody going to go onto the streets of Tehran and actually verify where this money is actually going? Of course not. So what Iran does whatever they want with the $6 billion that the Biden administration freed up for them to spend however they want. And why would the Biden administration be freeing up money for Iran? Because the Biden administration is against Israel. The Democratic Party is against Israel. I wonder where all the tweets are caring for Israel from Rashida Tlaib, Elon Omar, Iona Presley, and AOC, the squad. I wonder where all the Israel first tweets are. Because Rashida Tlaib is against Israel. Elon Omar is against Israel. Find one Republican that's against Israel. And if you happen to be somebody who's of who's, who's Israeli or Jewish that's watching this podcast right now, How in the world do you ever vote for the Democratic Party? Why is it? I don't know what the stats are, but it's certainly the majority, probably 80 to 90 percent of the Jewish population inside of the United States votes for the Democratic Party. How is that possible? When you when you have cried out for the American embassy to be moved to Jerusalem for under the the Cardinal administration, the Reagan administration, the Bush administration, the Clinton administration, Bush 2 administration, the Obama administration, the very first person that ever did it was Donald Trump. How in the world do you vote for the Biden administration? But they all do. 
That's amazing to me. It's again, it's a, it's the same thing with black Americans. I wonder how in the world do you vote for the Democratic Party that puts a genocide center on every street corner and every urban center in America? 70%, Aaron just told me, 70% of the Jewish population inside of the United States votes for the Democratic Party. Amazing to me when they have Ilhan Omar as one of their chief representatives, Rashida Tlaib, Iona Presley, AOC are all against Israel. And they're not the only ones either. Who in the Republican Party is against Israel? Name it. And you know what's so funny to me? Is that people are paralleling this to Ukraine. Why is it that all the Republicans are clamoring for the support of Israel, but not the support of Ukraine? Well, well, because Benjamin Netanyahu is not an authoritarian dictator like Volodymyr Zelensky. You're not advocating that we go and fight for democracy in a country that's not a democracy. Israel is actually a real democracy, not like Volodymyr Zelensky, who has canceled the next election, canceled all oppo media, banned all oppo media, jailed opposition parties, is canceling the next election, is using Ossoff, Nazi, the Ossoff Nazi battalion to attack Russian-speaking Ukrainians. That's why we don't support Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, I would say Benjamin Netanyahu is a little different than an authoritarian dictator, wouldn't you? Absolutely. That's why we support him, because we don't have to lie to support Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel. We don't have to, we don't have to propagate that, is, that Israel is a democracy, because Israel is actually a democracy. I don't agree with everything Israel does, and I'm not talking about their military. I'm fine with basically everything their military does. I'm talking about what they did with vaccines. I don't agree with or, or COVID. I don't agree that they had a green pass where you couldn't buy, sell, trade, or travel without a vaccine passport called a green pass. I don't agree with any of that. I don't agree that with Benjamin Netanyahu when he says that everybody should have a biometric card that traces all basically all of your transactions and you won't be able to make transactions without a vaccine. I don't agree with that either. Okay, I don't agree with any of that. But I do stand with the country of Israel. Not all of their inner workings, but I stand with them against Hamas. I stand with them against the PLO when the PLO still existed. I stand with them against the Palestinian community. I stand with them in the Gaza Strip. I stand with Israel. I stand with them against all Arab attacking countries. I stand with Israel. All right, let's go to the Donald Trump true social tweet. Can you believe, and by the way, now I want everybody to look at the date of this. Now today is what, October 8th? 7th. 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 So today is October 7th. So this was 9-11, basically a month ago, basically a month ago. It's almost like Donald Trump is prophetic here. So now you don't have to be prophetic. What you have to be is simply logical. You actually have, have to have an a actual three-digit IQ to actually see this coming. But this was, this was basically a month ago. Can you believe that crooked Joe Biden is giving $6 billion on 9-11? On 9-11. Tell me that this doesn't fly in the face of all of us who are against radical Islamic terrorists. Because Joe Biden believes the greatest existential threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, so he doesn't give two craps about actual Islamic jihadist terrorism. $6 billion to a terrorist regime in Iran. That money, uh, be used for, that money will be used for terrorism all over the Middle East, and indeed the world. The incompetent fool is absolutely destroying America. We don't need to mince words anymore. Joe Biden is an incompetent idiot. That's what he is. Tom, that's not Christ-like. Then you don't read the Bible where Jesus called the religious leader of the day, actually the Sanhedrin, which were not, yes, the Romans were the empire that were over Israel at the time, but the actual ruling authorities were Herod and the Sanhedrin. 
He called them whitewashed tombs full of dead man's bones and sons of hell. So if you think what I'm saying is bad that Joe Biden's an idiot, would you, if he's not an, if he, if he's not an idiot, then explain to me how he's not an idiot. And if he is an idiot, if he is an idiot, why is it wrong for me to call him that which he is? This incompetent fool is, is absolutely destroying America. He had the audacity to announce this terrible deal today, 9-11-2023, to pay for hostages uh, to pay for hostages will lead to kidnapping, ransom, and blackmail against Americans across the globe, which we found out basically that every improvised explosive device inside of Iraq and Afghanistan was sent there by Iran, was financed by Iran. So we have Americans who can't walk anymore, lost their arms, lost their legs, are dead because of Iran. And what does the Democratic Party do? Send $6 billion to Iran. And not only do they send, remember, this is just part of the deal. Part of the deal was that they're going to now trust Iran to monitor their own nuclear weapons development. This is, this is the Biden administration. They're, un, they're basically unleashing Iran to develop nuclear weapons again, taking sanctions off Iran so Iran can develop nuclear weapons. Now, why would they do that when Iran is basically the next door neighbor of Israel, well within missile range of Israel? Because they hate Israel. It's as simple as that. And then 70% of the American Jewish population votes for, votes for the Democratic Party. It's amazing to me. How do, you, how do you vote for your own demise? To pay for hostages, well, I got the part. I, I freed many dozens of our people from various unfriendly countries and never paid a dime. That's exactly right. Now, let us all, let's ask us, ourselves this question tonight. Would this attack from Hamas, which has killed two so far as of about 7 o'clock tonight, 200 Israeli citizens, not one soldier. Maybe there's a couple soldiers. I don't know. Mainly civilians, women and children primarily. And I'm going to show you one of those videos. I could show dead body videos all night. I'm not going to do that to you. They get, you know, I think they need to be seen to show uh, what Hamas really is, to show the true nature of Hamas, but I'm not going to do that. I am going to show you one. But I could show you them all night long. You can follow Mario No Fall. Uh, on, on Twitter, there's tons of coverage there. Great person to follow. I get a lot of data from him. Great job. But I'm not going to do that. But let's ask ourselves this question. Would this ever have happened under Donald Trump? Absolutely not. Why is it? Isn't it weird that less than a month later, after the Biden administration gives them six, gives Iran $6 billion, which is the primary funder of all terrorist activity in the world, and namely Hamas, who funds Hamas? The Palestinians? No, the Iranians through their oil money. They're the ones who fund Hamas. Isn't it weird that about 25, 26 days after the Biden administration gives Hamas six, I mean, gives Iran, which is giving Hamas, it's a Freudian slip, but it's still correct, $6 billion that they launch their largest military assault in modern history? I mean, isn't that weird to you? And even if you're like, well, they did, well, yeah, it could have still been funded by somebody else. Well, it's still a very strange coincidence. But even if it wasn't directly funded by this $6 billion, you don't think that they gained courage by Joe, Bi by Joe Biden bowing before Iran? That Hamas said, we've got a weak leader? That now we know that we can, we can take advantage of this current American administration? You don't think that's, that they gained their courage? They saw, you know what, here's an opportunity for us. We have, a, we have a weakened American president, an oatmeal brain president. And he's not oatmeal brain because he has dementia. He's always been oatmeal brain. He doesn't have dementia. He's brain injured. Two, two aneurysms caused Joe Biden to be the way that he is. So you don't think that right there they said, you know what, 
Now we we have we basically have verification. We can do whatever we want to do. We can do whatever we want to do. Because you know what? Joe Biden is willing to bow before the Ayatollahs inside of Iran and give them $6 billion. Here's an interesting video. And by the way, this was after Joe Biden gave Iran their $6 billion. Bernard Carrick video, we're next. Now this is inside of Iran and listen to what they're, ch- and listen to what they're, they're uh, chanting. Play it for me. <laughs> Lawmakers chanting death to America. Uh, that is clearly how they feel, or certainly uh, the way that they are expressing themselves. Fred- there you go. I just wanted you to know that's where they stand. That's where they stand. And Joe Biden gives them $6 billion. And then 25, 26 days later, there's the largest Hamas attack that I can ever remember. Now, there may have been bigger ones. And of course, there's been bigger wars in and around Israel, but this is the biggest one, certainly since the Trump administration. I know that. All right, let's go to the next one. D.C. Drano tweet. Remember when Biden left $800 billion in military equipment with the Taliban? Well, you're like, that's unrelated. It's not unrelated. You need to remember how close all of these countries are actually together. Read the bottom part. Statement from Taliban, we will conquer Jerusalem if the countries of the Middle East grant us passage passage to Israel. So they have now gained all sorts of uh, audacity. They have gained all sorts of courage now by the weakness of the Biden regime. And the Biden regime should never be in place because it was brought uh, brought into its current place because of a fraudulent election brought on by COVID, brought on by all the COVID caving conservatives and all the COVID caving Christians. If you all would have stood up and we wouldn't have this massive Zucker box on every, every street corner, every urban center in America, fraudulent election in the, six, in the six states and the seven cities, we wouldn't have this oatmeal brain president right now. If everybody wouldn't just caved and said, you know what, I'm going to pretend, I'm going to, you know, it's like pulling out a little dollhouse and we're all going to play pretend. We're all going to pretend that this 99.9% survival virus is the next bubonic plague. We're all just going to pretend it. And then we're going to put masks on and all going to pretend like we have virtue for putting masks on. Well, when you play pretend, which is lying, you end up with a lying, thieving, bribery taking, kid sniffing president. That's what happens. You don't cave in to lies. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If you bow to lies, you will reap the repercussions of lying. Well, now, going back to D.C. Drano. Well, they're now threatening to conquer Jerusalem. Oh, how would they ever conquer? Because we left $86 billion worth of military equipment. High-tech military equipment. Up-armored Humvees. I mean, thousands upon tens of thousands of rifles, helicopters, planes. We deserted Bagram Air Force Base, which we could have held on to forever. If we hold on to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, why do we not hold on to Bagram Air Force Base, which is just a few hundred miles from the Chinese border, which is unconquerable, not the Chinese border, Bagram Air Force Base is unconquerable, if that's a word. You can't conquer it. You can see everybody coming from miles around. You can't attack it by land, sea, or air. It's unconquerable. But we just, because it's the Biden administration. Donald Trump was planning on keeping the Bagram Air Force Base. 
Wonder why that is. Because if you desert it, you leave $86 billion worth of American high-tech military gear. Night vision, and I, I don't even know the tech. Should have, should have shown pictures to Will, and he could have told me what they are, but I didn't. But it's $86 billion worth of American uh, high-tech military gear, which made them the 26th most powerful army on the planet in one day. In one day. They didn't have to build over, over weeks, months, uh, years, decades, centuries, nothing. They got it in one day from the Biden administration. Why? Because the Chinese are extorting Joe and Hunter Biden. They know everything. They're in cahoots with, via, I know I'm going too deep on this, but via the Belt and Road Initiative, paying off Zelensky. They are in lockstep with Zelensky, extorting the Biden administration. That's why you've never seen investigations into the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You've never seen investigations about the origins of COVID-19. You never see any of that because Joe and Hunter Biden were bought off in 2014 with a $1.4 billion bribe from a Chinese, from a CCP controlled Chinese bank to Hunter Biden for his consultancy fees that Hunter Biden obtained when he flew over there in 2014 on Air Force Two with Joe Biden. And of course, we know the Ukrainians have all the dirt, whether it's Privat Bank, whether it's Burisma and all the extortion coming out of Ukraine. We know all that. They're covering Pelosi's got money in Ukraine. Romney's got money in Ukraine. You have Hunter Biden partially owning Metabiota, which was funding, which Metabiota is a bioweapons lab, which was funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So they, of course, the Ukraine, Voldemar Zelensky, is extorting Joe Biden. The CCP is extorting Joe Biden. So back to what I was talking about is Joe Biden left that military equipment there on purpose, paying ransom, paying extortion. Because now who owns all the mineral rights inside of Afghanistan? The Taliban and the CCP and the PLA does. They're the ones who are getting all the mineral rights. They won't even need Taiwan because all, the, all these lithium batteries and all the batteries that go inside of these phones, you need certain minerals. You know, all the, all those, all the uh, climate change people who are like, oh, lithium batteries, you know, we're saving. It's just, it's just like wearing masks. I'm, I'm saving the world. I'm saving the world by wearing masks. I'm saving the world by driving an electric vehicle. It takes 500,000 pounds of mined materials, mined using fossil fuels to make one lithium battery. And you actually think that you're lowering CO2 emissions by building uh, lithium batteries? By manufacturing lithium batteries, no, you're increasing CO2 emissions with by building EVs, which also, after they are a fully equipped EV, still emit CO2. All none of and uh, for those of you leftists that are watching right now, just so you know, not one thing that you believe in is actually accurate. A fetus is actually a human being. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, Jeremiah 1:5. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Psalm 139, 16. Everything you believe is an absolute, bold-faced, freaking lie. Everything. A man can be a woman and a woman can be a man. It can never happen because an X is an X and a Y is a Y. Sorry, it's over. Not one thing you believe. Voldemar Zelensky in Ukraine is a democracy. Voldemar Zelensky is a democratic, uh, democratically elected president. It, not one thing you believe is correct. Voldemar Zelensky is an authoritarian dictator, a totalitarian, who's outlawed, outlawed, is going to outlaw the next election, has outlawed oppo parties, and outlawed oppo media. And you're going to go fight for democracy. 
What's the difference between him and Putin? Nothing. Everything you believe is a bold-faced lie. The earth is not warming and the earth is not cooling in any existential way beyond what it's always done. And if you want to know how the world's going to actually end, read the book of Revelation. That's how the world's going to end. And it's not going to be spontaneous combustion. Out in the middle, you have all these fires that are burning all over the place, every single one of them. And you have all of these idiots, all of these Democrats, all the fires are burning and it's caused by climate change. How is a fire started by climate change? Not one thing you believe is actually accurate. How can you walk around living in such oblivious stupidity, asinine idiocy? How do you walk around like that? What, what do you think happens? In Florida, let's just take Florida as an example. It happens to be 98 degrees and suddenly the woods just light on fire because of 98 degrees. Have you ever actually found out how, how hot fire is in comparison to 98 degrees? How would it just spontaneously combust? And then after it's found out that all of these climate change fires were actually caused by climate change act, uh, activist arsonists, you still don't change. You still don't change your rhetoric. You still don't change your agenda. Your agenda sucks if it's based on lies and propaganda and, gas, and gaslighting and Goebbels media. It stinks. So why don't you change? I don't know. It's like I'm asking the Jewish population inside of America, 70% 70, 70 of which vote for, vote for Democrats. How do you do that when the Democrats hate you? How are you as a black American? How do you vote for the Democratic Party when they hate you? The number one cause of death inside of the black community is the Democratic Party via abortion. 400,000 per year. And I'm the racist? How am I a racist when I don't want any black people to die? How am I a racist when I don't want anybody at the border to die? I don't want anybody at the border sex trafficked. How am I a racist? The only people that end up dying, our kids end up in cages, they end up in cages after they're separated from the coyote who's going to sex traffic them somewhere inside the United States. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer that they be separated at that point. But at least they're separated. The Democrat would abort them in the womb. Everybody lives with me. How am I the racist? Well, that's one heck of a tyrant. Way off topic, as usual. Right, let's go to the next one, wherever I'm at. Well, okay, PBD podcast. Now, this is... Uh, Viewer discretion advice. This is the Israeli woman. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Her name is Shin Shani or Shani Look, S H A N I L O U K. She's a model, and she's dead now because of Hamas. She's dead now because of the Biden administration giving Hamas six billion dollars that was given to them via Iran. She's dead now. And in case you're wondering, who should I side with? When does Israel ever do this? Are you Tommy? You claiming that Israel is perfect? No. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying, when does Israel ever do this? I'm just curious. When do they ever do this? When do they go and murder Palestinian women and parade them all over the street? Play for me, Will. All right, so there you go. I actually showed you the wrong video. This is, you can put this one side by side if you guys would. So this is the one I was talking about, and I'm good. I'm actually glad that I didn't. I'm glad that I didn't put it on there. We don't need to show her. I mean, it doesn't show any nudity or anything like that. But she's like, 
stripped basically naked, her legs broken, and she's sitting in the back. She's laying in the back of a of a pickup truck, and they prayed her on the street. This is the woman that they killed, Shanai. Look, love to travel. Uh, little did she know that attending a peace festival in Israel, peace festival, would be her last day on this earth. Hamas terrorists raped her, broke her limbs, killed her, and displayed her naked body on the back of a pickup truck as they yelled, God is great. Just so you know, when does Israel ever do that? That's why I side with Israel. Israel has some mass internal problems, but certainly against Hamas, I side with Israel. Simple as that. So that, I mean, it's just a, it's just a sad thing. I'm actually glad. This might be the video right here. Is that it, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, play it. So these are, this is, actually, this is the Dr. Eli David video, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So I just wanted to show you this. You don't need to hear these uh, lunatics screaming. But that's her in the back of that pickup truck. There's a more graphic video that I actually uploaded to the podcast, but I'm glad I'm glad I actually missed it and didn't put it on the podcast. But that's her in the back. So explain just I want to let's just show me some video. Those of you who are pro-Palestinian, show me some video of Israelis ever doing this in the history of 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 Israel's reformation in 1948. Please show me. I mean, please I would argue your point, Rashida Talib. Or, do you, or uh, uh, argue your point, Ilan Omar. Please send me the videos of Israel ever doing anything like that, where they rape a Palestinian woman, woman, break her legs, kill her, and then parade her around the street. Please show me the video of Israel ever doing any of this ever. They don't. That's why we as Christians side with Israel. Not to mention it's God's people and God's country a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. Deuteronomy eleven twelve. 12. I side with Israel. For you have made your people, uh, Israel, your very own people forever. And you, Lord, have become their God. Also, can't remember first or second Samuel, but it's in one of those two. All right, go to the next one for me. And this is the other side of this that I did want to discuss. George Tweet, make sure you follow George on on uh, on Twitter or any other uh, social media that he's on, if Mossad wasn't too busy, and I didn't get this at all. I mean, I really didn't get this point, but I mean, I'm so glad he put this on, on Twitter because this needs to be discussed because it's paralleled right inside the United States of America. If Mossad, which is basically the Israeli secret police, the Israeli CIA, different than the CIA because CIA don't have any arresting powers inside the United States, but basically the combo between the CIA and the FBI inside of Israel. If Mossad, and globally, if Mossad wasn't too busy trying to overthrow its own government, oh, that sounds vaguely familiar, doesn't it? Perhaps they could have caught the attack long before it happened. You're like, well, how does that parallel the FBI? They're not trying to overthrow our own government. Really? Because they're the ones who facilitated 1-6 for all intents and purposes. They'll have their plausibility, deni- they'll have their plausible deniability in that they funded NGOs that funded the 1-6 protest, the 1-6 insurrection that was unarmed, as well as Mario Bowser's Metro PD, which we have a video of a Metro PD officer inciting and committing violence uh, at, at 1-6. But basically, they're undermining their own country. That's what Mossad is doing, because they're trying to get rid of Netanyahu. Just sound, that sounds familiar, doesn't it, though? You're like, well, that's not currently happening, but it certainly happened to Donald Trump. Who was it that lied four times in the FISA court? Foreign, Foreign Intelligence uh, Surveillance Act court. Wh- wh- who, who lied for Donald? That would be James Comey. That's basically American Mossad. That would be Andrew McCabe, Rod Rosenstein, 
Then you had Hillary Clinton and the and the Democrat, the DNC, which hired Fusion, which hired Perkins Coie, Mark Elias, which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Igor Danchenko, which created the the steel uh, uh, steel dossier. So undermining the president, which led to 42 months worth of an investigation into a crime that never existed and people being arrested for obstructing an investigation into a crime that never existed. And you had the briefing inside the White House with Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden was there. Loretta Lynch was there. James Comey was there being briefed by John Brennan. So you had Hussein Obama there. You had Biden there. You had Loretta Lynch, the attorney general there, and you had James Comey there, and you had John Brennan briefing them, telling them that Hillary Clinton hired Perkins Coie and Mark Elias, which then hired Fusion GPS, which then hired Christopher Steele, which then hired Igor Danchenko, and created the Russian collusion hoax using open source data off of Google. That's trying to overthrow your own, co- your own government, which, by the way, is treason. Just so you know, and then you have the FBI via is interfering with elections via meeting with Twitter on a weekly basis, meeting with Google slash YouTube on a weekly basis, meeting with Facebook on a weekly basis, telling them, you know what, there's some there's some Russian disinformation that's coming out. And we've got 51 former Intel chiefs that swear that this is Russian disinformation while they knew that, which is the Hunter Biden laptop, which they knew the entire time because they had verifying emails with Tony Bobolinsky that the laptop was true. That the laptop was, in fact, Hunter Biden's laptop and was, and was not Russian disinformation. That is treason also. That's interfering with an election. And we need to remember that when we are in control of the DOJ. Because every single one of those FBI agents that met with Facebook, that met with Twitter, that met with YouTube, and, and lied and said, you know what? And of course, the, the, the Democratic Party will always say, that we forced them to take it down. Well, the government, you have the FBI sitting there, we suggest that you take it down. Then you're not going to take it down if you're Mark Zuckerberg. If you're, if you're somebody who's a spineless little worm like Mark Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey or whoever, I can't remember, they never can remember the name of the guy who runs uh, YouTube. You're spineless little worms. And not only that, you actually support the totalitarian, totalitarianism of the FBI. So of course you're going to do what they tell you to do. That's, that's what this tweet means. Put that tweet back up for me. So that, that's the thing. So that's our Mossad. That's exactly what's happening inside. I don't have time to get into it tonight, but that's exactly what's happening. A bunch of false charges against Netanyahu. Then you got to spend all these months litigating the false charges. That's not very familiar to you. That's exactly what's happening here. Exactly what's happening inside of the United States, which makes you vulnerable to an invasion. Are we also being invaded? Listen, as bad as the violence is, with Hamas right now, with Hamas attacking Israel, our southern borders way worse. Way more people are dying down there. Way more people are dying as a result of the southern border, border invasion. 107,000 Americans per year dying of fentanyl poisoning. Every year, fentanyl overdoses. All right, I'll spend all night on this. So let's go to the next one for me. Where am I? Where am I even at? Oh, here we go. So here's the response of our illustrious leader right here. Play for me. Thank you very much. Why are you not answering questions when your number one ally, either in the world or namely in the Middle East, is being attacked? Why would you not turn around and answer some questions? Who does this? 
Who behaves like this? Never seen anything like it before in the history of uh, in the history of my life in America since 1968 when I was born. All right, switching subjects. Didn't in- intend to spend that much time on that, but I did as usual. All right, so let's switch to the border. Just a couple quick hitters here. I've got Trump. I've got the border. I've got a quick thing on Ukraine that I've got to show you, and I'm hoping to get to some other stuff. All right, John D. Macari video. I want to show you. Eric Adams says what actually says what he believes, actually says the things that you're never supposed to say as a Democrat. Talking about the border. Eric Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, says that the border should remain open. Play it for me. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city. But we have made it clear there should be a decompression strategy that we could properly deal with the volumes that's coming into our city and no cities should have to carry the burden of a national of the national government. Aaron just quoted it correctly. That's the quiet part out loud. He just acknowledged this is the mayor of the largest city inside of the United States of America. Just acknowledge just acknowledge that the Biden administration's policy is keep the border open. He just said, keep the border open. Why is he saying that? Because he's being attacked for his hypocrisy, where he has, he has uh, campaigned for, supported financially with verbiage and everything else as a loyal Democratic Party hack that he is. He has been supporting an open border for years until it landed on his doorstep, and then suddenly he's against an open border. But he's making clear, you know what? No, no, no. I'm not against Leave the border open. Just send them to other cities. That's, that's all that he's saying. I mean, it, 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 it truly is amazing that he says the quiet part out loud because this is the Democratic Party policy, open southern borders, unless it affects the Democrat themselves. Then they want the border closed. But he's saying leave it open. But, I mean, I can't believe he actually said it. He actually said it. It's great. I can't wait for him to come out and bring that correct because, obviously, this was a correction because he's correcting his own hypocrisy where before, two years ago, he's like, send them all. We are, we are proud, quote, we are very proud of our status as a sanctuary city. Very status. You got Kathy Oakle, sent, quoting under the Statue of Liberty, send us Statue of Liberty, send us your huddled masses. And then she goes on, she goes on national TV and says, you're going to have to go somewhere else. So he's actually trying to correct his hypocrisy, but he makes a big mistake by saying the quiet part out loud. The actual policy of the Democratic Party, while they're espousing that the border is closed, they actually believe in a completely and totally open southern border because it is a globalist policy to flood first world countries with third world illegal immigrants who don't have any heritage connection to the first world country they're illegally immigrating into so that they're very easily globally governed out of Davos or out of Beijing. All right, where the heck am I? Oh, that's okay, got it. All right, Colin Rugg video up next. Breaking after wall-to-wall coverage. Everybody see this on social media? It was, it was reported by everybody. All libtard social media outlets were all reporting with great virulence, with this great zeal. This is great. Trump gave nuclear secrets to an Australian billionaire. Guess game. And, and, here he, and, and they all put it out. They all put it out. They were all so proud. They finally got him. Jack Smith is looking into it. They, they got him. And they all, I mean, for a whole day, put it out. Oh, this, I can't believe it. And they, they just were pu- clutching their pearls. They just were like, I can't believe the audacity of this man. 
who, who, is, who shared nuclear secrets with this billionaire from Australia. Only problem is, he never shared nuclear secrets with any billionaire. It's the only problem. Play for me, Will. And Anthony is one of the most successful men in the world. Uh, perhaps Australia's most successful man, as they say. CBS News has learned that discussions between Australian billionaire Anthony Pratt and former President Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago were probed by special counsel investigators after allegations that Trump may have shared potentially sensitive information about U.S. nuclear submarines. First reported by ABC News, that information may have included the number of nuclear warheads and how close U.S. submarines can get to enemy subs without detection. While some information is publicly available, former military officials tell CBS News the sub's locations are the crown jewels of U.S. national security. It's just another example of him being careless, uh, if not reckless, with our most sensitive secrets. It's also alleged Pratt may have then shared the submarine information with other Australians. Except it is like highly confidential. <laughs> Earlier this year, CBS News obtained an audio tape where former President Trump discussed a classified military attack plan on Iran at his New Jersey golf club. What's the potential ripple effect for national security? With each telling of the story, people get far less concerned about the being discreet or about protecting information. On True Social, Trump called the new claims, quote, false and ridiculous. The spokesman for Pratt's company did not immediately respond. Sources tell CBS News there's no indication that Trump showed Pratt sensitive records and no charges have been brought by the special counsel. Now, do you see what Catherine Harris, she ought to be ashamed of herself. She used to be a, uh, a, a reporter with some integrity. She ought to be ashamed of herself. Now, notice what they did was they front-loaded this entire story. And then at the end, she says, there's absolutely no evidence None whatsoever that Donald Trump shared any military secrets with this Australian billionaire, Anthony Pratt. That's what she ends it with. Now, what does she do before that? She plays a video of him talking about top secret things, but never, never talking about the specific top secret things. He refu refers to, well, that's top secret, so I can't discuss it. That's what he says, which had nothing to do with the submarine story. She has Mark Esper talking about the submarine story, does a big expose on how important the submarines are and their locations are and the amount of warheads on them. Front loads the entire story selling how, how important those submarines are. Trump never talked about them, though. But look how important they are to try to give some sort of veracity to a story that lacks all legitimacy. It's amazing. I mean, it's amazing that anybody listens and I hearken this. This is just like COVID. They'll trot out a, a COVID whore, whoever, that, whoever it might be. It doesn't matter whether it's Scott Gottlieb or Anthony Fauci or any other rest of Rochelle Walensky or anybody else. Francis Collins come out and, 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 and prop up this vaccine pimp. And they'll say, you know what? You know, this is this is a great this new variant this BA4 BA5 BA280 246 all the different numbers. It's greatly transmissible. It's 99.997% survival, but it's greatly transmissible. And they front load the story with all of these um, inflammatory facts that are actually misplaced facts because they're trying to take get you to take a vaccine that you don't need for a virus you have no chance of dying of. They load it with all these pseudo facts that don't apply to the story that they're actually selling, which is exactly what they did here. Look at the importance of these, uh, these submarines. Bring on former uh, acting defense secretary Mark Esper, who's a traitor, who's a Judas, who's actually a Democratic Party shill. 
and borderline treasonous. You have Mark, you bring on Mark Esper there to talk about uh, how, about about the, the Trump tape that doesn't apply to the submarines while you intermingle it with the story about the submarines. Also, so it makes it look like he's talking about the submarines, but he was never talking about the submarines. And then at the very end, after you build this entire story, it's just like all New York Times articles about Donald Trump. At the very end, after you built it up, built this, engi- this giant paper tiger, this entire mirage, then you say, oh, and by the way, there's no evidence that he ever talked to the billionaire uh, Anthony Pratt about, about nuclear submarines. That's exactly what happened. So I'm just wondering, last part I'll say about this, when are all the retractions coming out? Should we expect them? I mean, I'm waiting for all the retractions. CBS News, they, CBS News even claimed after this entire Paper Tiger report by Catherine Harris, Harris, and she ought to be ashamed of herself, after this, and she just said there's no evidence that Trump ever did it, CBS was bragging during the story that they broke the story. So you broke what? You broke a lie. You propagated a lie. You told a lie. That's all that you did. But you act like there, you have pride in the very fact that you propagated bold-faced lies? Truly amazing. Speaking of bold-faced lies, let's go to Brian Kilmeade, who's also a Democratic Party shill, a, a globalist, somebody who pretends to be a right-winger so that he can keep his media job because if he wasn't, if he didn't, if he didn't fake you into believing that he's a right-winger, you would demand that he be replaced. But inside, he votes for Hillary. We know that. He votes for Hillary, votes for Biden. He believes in the reasonableness of the Washington swamp instead of right-wing lunatics like you and me, the right-wing lunatics who are right about everything. Don't want to have those lunatics that would actually enforce the fact that a man's a woman and a woman's a man, enforce the fact that a fetus is actually a child, enforce the fact that you shouldn't spend more than you bring in. Don't want to, have, don't want to enforce any of those things because that's radical. That's tinfoil hat, conspiracy theory stuff. Enforce the fact that you don't need a vaccination for a 99.9% survivable virus. Don't need a vaccination that's a gene therapeutic. A vaccination is supposed to be an injection of a dead virus that teaches your body how to, how to enhance its immune system to, to attack that specific virus. Not, not make your body uh, a spike protein producing machine. But here's Brian Kilmeade. This is switching over to uh, Ukraine for just a moment. Putin, he, this is, the Kilmeade posted this himself. He's proud of this. He's actually proud of this. This is what he posted. I'll let it speak for itself, then we'll talk about it. Play it for me. Here to react, Fox News strategic analyst, retired four-star General Jack Keane. General, he's not wrong. Am I right? Well, the Ukrainians wouldn't have the success they have today without U.S.-led coalition support. I mean, that's a fact. If we pulled the plug on that, Putin eventually wins. That's that's the reality of what we're dealing with. China wins as a result of that. China would look at the world and say the United States and NATO took a knee. It's going to be incentive for him also to be aggressive over Taiwan, something that he said he's committed to. He's Putin, we didn't pay attention to him when he said Ukraine was the centerpiece of my expansion into Europe. And we dismissed it. And look what he did. He executed that mission. President Xi has been talking for six years now, out of the 10 he's been in power, that he will use force, if necessary, to take, to reunify Taiwan, his words. I think we should take that seriously. And he's in a strategic partnership with Russia. They're each helping each other. Can you imagine this, Brian? If Putin takes Ukraine, begins to expand into Europe. 
that would bring the United States in as a result of our commitment to NATO. President Xi takes Taiwan, and we're back in a situation we haven't seen since World War II, with war in Europe and, and war in the Pacific. You know I'm not an alarmist, but you've got to look at what is really taking place here. Both of these countries are joined at the hip, and Iran and North Korea are enabling them. This is, this is the most significant strategic threat the United States has faced since World War II. And the president and his team doesn't do a good enough job, in my view, in articulating right. this to the American people, how dangerous this is and what our strategy should be to cope with these realities. This is 1930 all over again. And Kevin McCarthy in his exit speech made it clear. They formed the coalition. They made their objectives clear. They are a threat to the West. And we didn't stop it in the 30s. And we got the, a world war in the 40s. The president's going to make a major speech in Ukraine, uh, according to his uh, this press secretary. Do you think that this could be effective? And what should be in that speech if General Keene wrote it? Well, I mean, I think that the sentiment... So just wanted to see the propaganda coming out of Brian Kilmeade. And that's why he was so upset that Kevin McCarthy lost his speakership was because you got to keep sending these billions of dollars, which, by the way, we sent $113 billion so far. We're slated to give $200 billion to the Ukraine, $223 million per day since the onset of the war, just so everybody knows. And, and, and we're $33 trillion in debt, as you've heard me say probably for the last four podcasts straight. We skipped over $32 trillion. We're $31 trillion in debt in June, skipped over $32 trillion, and went right to $33 trillion in September. Usually it's like a trillion, you know, it takes us like a year and a half to go another trillion dollars in debt. Not under the Biden administration. We go trillions of dollars in debt per month. Per month, just like the border. Instead of like 200,000 people a year coming through the southern border, uh, it's two to 300,000 a month coming through the southern border. 10,000 a day coming through the southern border. That's, how, that's what the Biden administration is. So Jack Keane, right there, retired four-star General Jack Keane, is absolutely delusional. I mean, so Brian Kilmeade said this is 1930 all over again. So let's parallel that, shall we? So you have, uh, Aaron, if you could find me the breakout, the breakout uh, provinces again inside of Ukraine. So basically what you have, you found it for me before, Donetsk and the other one. I can't remember the other one. What you have is, is so he's paralleling Hitler running, rolling into Poland, taking Poland, Czechoslovakia, France, Russia, and everything. He's comparing those two. He's comparing 19 with, with, with Putin going into, and you're like, Tom, you're on Putin's. I'm not on Putin's side. Putin's a totalitarian dictator. Um, it'd be like me choosing Saddam Hussein over the Ayatollahs in Iran or the Ayatollahs in Iran over Saddam Hussein. You don't choose and you don't fight in it. They're both evil. There you go. Simple as that. So who, I mean, but by the way, you have the Russian Orthodox Church, which is allowed to operate freely. I leave those up for me, Aaron. Which is allowed to operate freely inside of Russia, but the Russian Orthodox Church is getting raided inside of Ukraine. You have a transgender military spokesman for Ukraine. Well, what's, who's the spokesperson for Russia? Uh, a, real, a real man. So, I mean, which one's more evil than the other? Uh, who wants to rebuild Ukraine after it's after it's burned to the ground because that's what the democratic needs they need to, they need it to be burned to the ground to cover for all their malfeasance and not only it's not only to cover their malfeasance it's for continuing malfeasance because who is going to be rebuilding Ukraine a uh, BlackRock funded through the International Monetary Fund which Joe Biden has already pledged 25 billion or 25 million to can't remember which which is going to be disseminated by the Bill and Hillary Clinton Foundation the Clinton Global Initiative 
which is also going to be disseminated by J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois' sister, who owns Hyatt. They're going to be the ones rebuilding Ukraine. BlackRock, the International Monetary Fund, the Clinton Global Initiative, and the the Hyatt family, the Pritzker family. So they, they parallel this to 1930s Germany. You have Hitler invading entire nations. And you have, you ever see the sliver, the sliver that Putin's going after? He's going after two regions inside of Ukraine that have been harassed by the Ossoff Nazi battalion funded by us. Funded, we're funding the Ossoff. True, these are true Heil Hitler Nazis. Real Nazis. Remember this, we we in the Ukraine, I hate to say we because it certainly isn't anybody sitting in this room, But the United States and Ukraine, in a UN charter, UN vote, were the only two countries to not publicly denounce Nazism. The United States, pull it up, Google it right now. Any any leftists that are watching, Google it right now because this is what you're supporting. Everything you support as a Democratic Party member is a bold-faced lie, including Ukraine. I don't kill the care that Kill Me supports it too, which is another point, which is amazing to me. So Kill Me, I'll say this to Brian Kill Me. The Democrats are wrong on communism, wrong on socialism, wrong on tax policy, wrong on the border, wrong on vaccines, wrong on abortion, wrong on the economy, wrong about the military, and suddenly they're right on the Ukraine? I say that to, I say that to Christians all the time. You have Christians who are against abortion, against the World Economic Forum, against communism, against homosexuality, against transgenderism, and then the very purveyors of all of those agendas tell you to take a vaccine and you take it. Kilmeade's doing the exact same thing figuratively. The Democratic Party is all in on Ukraine, all in. The very party that's wrong about every last other thing, wrong about a $33 trillion debt, and now suddenly they're right about the Ukraine, just like the abortions, the abortionists, the transgenderists, the radical homosexual agenda. The, the Democratic Party is then suddenly right about vaccines. But what's really happening inside of Ukraine is you have two breakout provinces. They're called Donetsk and Luhansk. They are called, don't, don't take, yeah, leave them up. Oh, Aaron, that's beautiful. You're the best. Seriously, the best. I'm going to say, don't leave them down because I'm going to forget every, I'm going to forget Lahans because I, for some reason, always remember Donetsk, but I can't remember Lahans. But anyway, so these two provinces, and by the way, just look at the map. You can pull it up on Google right now. I don't like to espouse Google. I'd like to espouse DuckDuckGo, but they suck now, so I can't. So you, you can pull this up right now. This is exactly where Rush is. Exactly. Why, why are they going after Luhansk and, Luhansk and Donetsk? Why are they going after this? This is all via Douglas McGregor, too. Lieutenant General, retired Douglas McGregor. Follow him on social media. Why are they going after it? Because why, why is Vladimir Putin going after Donetsk and Luhansk? Well, before, well, before because that different things to do with uh, different treaties and everything else. But let's make it simple. Donetsk and Luhansk are calling him and asking him to come in. Why? Because they are endlessly being harassed by Voldemar Zelensky's Ossoff Battalion and other military force because they don't speak Ukrainian, they speak Russian, and their allegiance is actually to Russia. This is akin to North Dakota and South Dakota being taken by Canada and then calling us and asking us to take them back. 
That's what it is. You can agree, disagree. And by the way, this is just another Baltic war, another Slavic war. We don't belong having any part in. They've been fighting themselves like Kosovo. I mean, it's just like the, the Kosovo war, Bosnia and Kosovo, which Clinton got us all involved in. He butchered a bunch of people with drone strikes. Obama got us involved with drone. Number one, the number, the number one killers on the planet are the, always the Democratic Party. And their shills, the Republican rhino shills, like Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and John McCain. But this is all the war. This is 1930s? You think, you think that? Look, look at the size of Ukraine. Look what the war's about. This is all Putin wants is right here. They're calling him and asking them, come in and take us over. We want to be part of Russia. And then it's so Kilmeade is espousing that Putin's going to try to take over all of Ukraine and then go to Poland. I guess he's going to roll into France like Hitler. How would that ever happen? How would that ever happen? And and then retired General Jack Keane talking about how this empowers uh, Xi Jinping over Taiwan. The only thing it empowers uh, uh, Xi Jinping is that this war ever started to begin with. This easily could have been prevented via negotiation. You know what? How the negotiation would go? You send Donald Trump in there. He said he'd do it in 24 hours, which, by the way, I think DeSantis could pull it off, too. I'm just saying that, you, first of all, you just, you, 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 you guarantee that you're not going to try to get Ukraine into NATO so you end up with uh, nuclear missiles inside of Ukraine, which we don't want nuclear missiles in Cuba, do we? Although Joe Biden is once again, because he's bought and paid for by the CCP and the PLA, we have a Chinese military base 90 miles from where I'm sitting. Basically, 90 miles off the coast of Florida. In Cuba. We, have a basically, we basically have a Chinese aircraft carrier sitting in Cuba right now. As well as... There are southern border being flooded with military-aged Chinese men. How in the world did they just get here, by the way? You can't leave China voluntarily. You can't leave ever. So that's all just a bold-faced lie coming out of Brian Kilmeade, J- uh, Jack King, and, and, and talking about this, is, this parallels Hitler taking Czechoslovakia. How? How? Just absolute propaganda lies. Let's go to the next one. We're going to switch to the economy real quick. Here's here's Biden on the economy. Play for me. I think they know they're better off financially than they were before. It's a fact. And all the all that data, all that polling stuff shows they think they're more positive about the economy than they've been, more positive about their jobs, et cetera. Now, which, what Americans are more positive about the economy? See, I do good no matter what because I'm a tither and God opens up the windows of heaven, pours out for me such a blessing that there's not room enough to receive it. Malachi 3, 8 through 11. That I'm blessed no matter what. I don't, I don't participate in the economy. I participate in God's economy and I'm always prosper. But my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, Philippians 4, 19. But for everybody else, what Americans are saying that they're actually happy with this economy. That, that, as Joe Biden says, I think every American knows how well this economy is doing. What, what Americans? Well, here's the Fox News poll. Condition of the economy. Excellent. 22% say it's excellent or good. It's even not even good. It has to, I bet you all those, not one of them said excellent. So we'll just say 22% said good. 78% only fair or poor. And then Joe Biden has the audacity to go to a podium and say, the Americans think the economy is great. Bidenomics, baby. Go to the next one for me, Will. DC Drano tweet, 
Biden is celebrating the new jobs report showing 336. What's that called again? Bureau of Labor and Statistics, right here? Yep. You always look now, whenever you see the whenever you see Biden come out, because all of establishment DC is completely and totally corrupt. It's a giant symbiote. That's all that it is. Such an odd time to get into because I've only got a minute left. But always look for the Bureau of Labor Statistics report that will come out 30 to 90 days after the Biden propagandist report, which also comes from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics because they are all Biden propagandists inside the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. Because they will then uh, reform their initial report. They'll change their initial report. Actually, statistically downgrade their initial report every single time. Biden is celebrating the new jobs report showing 336,000. But when you actually break it down, it's terrible. 70,000 of those jobs are government jobs. 151,000 are part-time. Full-time jobs actually went down 22,000. That's the true state of the economy. Our economy, full-time jobs in the month of September actually went down 22,000. If someone has two part-time jobs, Biden counts that as two new jobs. That's how the Washington establishment works. Love you all. Back here Tuesday night. Watch Foundation Church tomorrow. I'll see you then. Love you all. God bless you. Christians who are in these churches, these fake churches that don't preach the word of God, they think persecution means you're wrong. But what does the Word of God say in Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 and 12? Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.